From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, March 18th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. More than three months after Casey Goodson Jr. was shot and killed by a Franklin County Sheriff's deputy, his family has released his autopsy report, which they say sheds light on Goodson's violent death. Richard Solomon has more. The report shows Casey Goodson Jr. was shot five times in his back and once in buttocks. His mother saying the report should prove as to why Franklin County Sheriff Deputy Jason Mead should be criminally charged. The doctor that performed the autopsy is telling you where the bullets went, what the bullets did, how the bullets went in. She's giving you the facts right there. Goodson Jr. was shot by Meade in Columbus on December 4th. He later died in the hospital. The U.S. Justice Department is leading this investigation. Reporting in Columbus, Richard Solomon. While a resolution to expel former Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder has been introduced at the Ohio State House, it's still unclear when a vote might come regarding Householder's future. Lindsay Mills has more with Ohio's current House Speaker. Householder is charged in connection to a $60 million bribery scheme to save two power plants. Speaker Bob Cup says he can't comment on his case. I have called on him uh, repeatedly and consistently that he should voluntarily resign. That would be the honorable thing to do. When asked about potential next steps, Speaker Cup would also not comment on that either. He said it would be the best thing for the chamber for Householder to resign. At the State House, Lindsay Mills. Governor Mike DeWine said in southern Ohio's Ross County yesterday that with the way vaccinations are going in the state, he's confident those who want to get vaccinated will be by the summertime. More from Gabriela Garcia. The governor acknowledged that some Ohioans are having trouble booking an appointment online, but says there are plenty of shots for people and various health departments across the state have openings for next week. If you go back in in early uh, January, we had less than 100,000. So we're at a much, much higher level. Uh, So my guess would be that in two to three weeks after that opens up, people are not going to have any trouble finding uh, opportunities to get get a shot. Reporting in Chillicothe, Gabriela Garcia. Cleveland State University's arena is now the location for hundreds, even thousands of vaccines per day for the next several weeks. Romney Smith reports. Excitement filled the air as people walked into Ohio's first COVID-19 mass vaccination site at the Wolstein Center in Cleveland. Oh my God, I just can't wait. I can't wait to be with my grandkids. I mean, that's my motivation. I want to hug my grandkids. I want them to stay the night. And I don't want to get sick and die. (laughs) Oh, you know, this is one of my happiest days of this year because I got my first shot. Romney Smith reporting at the Wolstein Center in downtown Cleveland. President Joe Biden is coming to Ohio on Tuesday of next week to tout the benefits of the $1.9 trillion pandemic relief plan. ONN's Dave James reports. The trip marks the president's first visit to the state since taking office. His appearance in Columbus is part of the administration's public relations blitz to help people understand how the massive relief bill can ease their financial suffering. Ohio is a former swing state that has tacked strongly Republican in the past two presidential elections. Former Republican President Donald Trump won the state twice by more than eight percentage points. Dave James, I went in news. 
Authorities say a homicide suspect was killed following a jump from seven stories up as officers tried to arrest him in downtown Columbus yesterday evening. Andrew Kinsey has the details. We're told police tried to serve an arrest warrant where this man was living at the downtown Columbus YMCA on West Long Street when he jumped out of a window, landing on a third story roof. He died at the scene. Police say he was a suspect out of a homicide in Grove City. His name has not been released. I'm Andrew Kinsey. A man from Wellington, located located 20 miles south of Lorraine, is accused of being involved in the riot at the U.S. Capitol in January. Lena Lai has the story. In charging documents, the FBI lays out his case against 20-year-old Cliff Mackerel. Prosecutors say Mackerel, wearing a protective mask, is pushing and shoving against the police line, striking a Capitol police officer several times. Mackerel posted on Facebook January 6th, writing in part, it is our literal job as Americans to kill the tyrannical government. The government's case against Mackerel could send him to prison for 14 years. I'm Lena Lai. More than a dozen Ohioans are among the 300 or so people that have been arrested in connection with the incident. Ohio's Democratic U.S. Senator Sherrod Brown says he wants the White House to be involved in keeping Ford to a commitment it made at its assembly plant west of Cleveland. ONN's Dave James reports. Union workers say Ford is backing out of an agreement to build a new product in Avon Lake in 2023 and is moving that project to Mexico. Senator Brown says. I think the way that the previous president handled Lordstown, he put no pressure on GM to stay there. So I think it set a bit of a precedent for what Ford did now, but I'm not going to blame anybody else but Ford. They made their commitment here to their workers. Brown says Ohio workers and communities have been good to Ford, which should live up to its promises. Dave James, I went in news. Ohio students would have extra time to take state-mandated tests interrupted by the COVID-19 pandemic under an emergency measure passed unanimously by the Ohio House. Karina Nova has the details. The GOP-controlled Senate approved some final changes to the school measure before sending it back to the House, where it passed yesterday in a rare 92 to nothing vote. The revised version would take effect this school year, days before the testing is set to begin. It also gives juniors and seniors the ability to substitute final course grades for results from end-of-course tests taken this school year for graduation purposes. Karina Nova, ONN News. And a Columbus police report is shedding new light on the OVI citation of Ohio State Buckeye Marcus Hooker over the weekend. Yolanda Harris has the latest. The report states that early Saturday morning, officers responded to a McDonald's parking lot in Grandview and found him in the drive-thru, passed out with his foot on the brake and the vehicle still in drive. After multiple attempts to wake him up, police say they had to break his window to unlock the door and pull him out of the car. Hooker is currently indefinitely suspended from the football team. This is his second run-in with the law after being charged with driving under the influence in 2018. I'm Yolanda Harris. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.